What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and I want you to know that I am thrilled that you have joined in with me this day. I feel like the Lord wants to talk to us a little while, so without further ado, let's cue the intro and let's have that conversation. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast, Season 2. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks. I want you to know that I'm grateful that you're here with me. And again, I want to welcome you to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. Let's go. Again, welcome to the podcast, the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I am so thrilled that you're with me, and I just absolutely love doing this. I really do, and and I'm actually in a funny spot right now because I'm sitting here, and I, we have this this connecting chat thing called GroupMe for our hyphen, and I'm sitting here trying to podcast, but my hyphen group, um, they're talking smack to each other in the hyphen uh, GroupMe podcast, so there's a tall guy talking to a short guy. <laughs> And they're just going at each other, and it's hilarious. The only problem is is that I'm using my phone a little bit for the podcast, so the notifications keep popping up, and it's distracting me. So anyways, now you know where I'm at, and uh, and, and it's hilarious, honestly. But I digress. I do, again, I am thankful that you're with me, and uh, I want to talk to us about something that I see, that I've, that, I, that I've witnessed, and that I have a huge problem with, and that is... Us understanding the difference between guilt and grace. It seems like such an easy option to choose guilt versus grace. Who would want to walk around with a yoke of guilt when the option of grace is available? I I remember reading a story in the Bible, or a verse rather, in the Bible, in Paul's writing in, in 2 Corinthians, and he says, unless I should be exalted above measure there were the abundance through the abundance of revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. That's what he said. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice. That's what he said. And that, that it might depart from me. And then he said, my grace, talking about God, he said, but he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I glorify in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon him. I, I'm not exactly certain what it is that Paul found himself in the middle of. I don't, I don't know if, if it was like some illness or something that was ailing him that he knew, God, you can, you, you can, you can touch me if you want to. You can heal me of this. Or, or, or if, he, if he struggled with something or whatever the situation is, that's not what the point of this podcast is going to be. The point of this podcast is, is that there are going to be times in my life and yours that we are going to have to make a cognitive decision. Am I going to choose grace or am I going to choose guilt? Am I going to go off of what I feel, which is guilt, Guilt is connected to my emotions. Guilt will make me feel bad because I have made a mistake. That um, Guilt is a feeling of emotion, and grace is not a feeling. Grace is something that I know. So, so the question is, am I going to go off of what I feel, or am I going to go off of what I know? 
What I know is God said that if I made a mistake, his grace is sufficient for me. What I know is God is great, and he died on a cross, on an old rugged cross, and that his 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 blood was poured out for my sins so that I would have an advocate with the Father. So what I know is I have an avenue, an, avail- an, a- an avenue that is available to me at any time that I make a mistake, that I can go and I can ask God to forgive me, and He and He is just and righteous. And he will cover me through the purchase of his own blood. That's what I know. And yet I see hyphen and I see people who are not hyphen take on this yoke of burden of guilt and they carry this guilt and they don't get to hear from God or they don't get to get into another season or they don't get to further their lives because they are under this thing of of, of guilt which brings in condemnation, which brings in uh, walls of isolation that causes us to be disconnected from the body of Christ all because we made a decision that I'm going to choose guilt rather than grace. Now, here, here's the real thing. I don't have to choose guilt. Guilt will choose me. But I have to choose grace. So if I don't make a move, if I don't respond to the wooing of grace, or if I don't make a, a response to God knocking at my door, then guilt will let itself in. Grace will fight for me. If I let grace in, grace will fight for me. Grace will defend me from guilt. It'll defend me from my mistakes. It'll defend me from myself. It'll help me. Guilt will let itself in, and it, and, and it will cause me to be isolated. I remember one time, this is how big God's grace is. Well, I remember one time I went to Florida, and I can't remember exactly. It was late in the day, man. I think it was probably, like, it was getting dark. I remember that. And I remember I, I, I was about chest high in the water, and I was standing out there, and, and I don't know exactly what all had happened, but but I remember that that water, um, uh, it was just so big. It just seemed like it could just swallow me up at any second. And and while I was standing in the water, I looked across the ocean and I could see this boat, like it was way in the distance, but I could see it. And I started, you know, I was just looking at how huge the the ocean was, and and it was starting to get dark, and the water was up to my chest, and I was just thinking, man. Look at what God has created. Look at what God has done. It was so big, and I felt, I don't know, it was a moment that I felt like I, I, was, I was so small and such a big creation that God had created such a huge thing, and I was just a small part of, of, of this thing. And, and while I was sitting there, and I had my mind on God, and I was looking at this little boat in the middle of this huge water, the Lord began to talk to me, and he began to say things like this. And, he, and and I don't know how God speaks to you in your spirit, but, but he speaks to me. He talks with me. He has a relationship with me. And, and he starts to talk to me, and he shows me. He was like, you want to know how grace works? And I'm thinking, yes, Lord, I want to know. You know, when God starts to speak to me, I just start listening because I know he's about to say something that's going to be profound that makes a difference in my life. And so my daughter's trying to call me, and I apologize if that rang through. I don't know if it did or not. But 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 Grace, in fact, I'm going to text her right now because I think she's outside. And so she'll be glad that she made my podcast. And anyways, so I was sitting, I was sitting in the in the ocean and I and I had the water up up to my my chest. And the Lord is like, you want me to show you how my grace works? And I said, I do. And he said, the boat represents your sin. The water 
represents my grace. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness. And, and, and it's easy, it's easy to, to kind of brush that off, but standing right in the middle of that whole situation, I'm standing there and I'm looking and I got the water on me. I'm standing in the water and I'm looking across and it's getting dark. And, 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 and the scene is set and this boat is just sitting out there. And it looks like the smallest thing in the world. And God is saying, my grace is like this water. It can, it can completely engulf this boat at any given moment and you would never even know the boat was there. That's how my grace works. Your sin is floating in a river or in an ocean of my grace, and it seems so big to you. But if you would just step out into my grace, if you would just step out into my grace and the water come up to your chest, the water come up to your chin or wherever, you, how far you want to get into grace or whatever, and, and, and you bring your sin, then your sin is going to be engulfed by my grace and it's going to disappear. Because my grace is so powerful, it is sufficient enough for you. It can take care of you. It can, it can, it can cover a multitude of sin. Grace is the option. But, but, but I look into the, this this thing called life that we have, and it's so hard sometimes for you and I to look at grace and to look at guilt and not choose grace over guilt. It's difficult. Because because we do work on emotion, and, and guilt is an emotion. And so I, I carry this guilt, and I feel bad, so I grab guilt, and then gr- guilt brings this friend condemnation, and then condemnation brings isolation, and then isolation says, I'm going to shut walls off so that you don't have friends of the right voice. I'm going to shut walls off because you can't build one wall in your life. You can't do it. If you stop the flow in one area, it stops the flow in all the areas. So that's why if you get bitter in one area towards one person, you can't help but be bitter toward everybody else. Your attitude is going to completely change toward everybody. That's the way an infection works. And so when we, we, when we stand at the door between guilt and we stand at the door between grace, I wanted to Man, I wanted to share this with you, and I wanted to encourage you. I had a conversation this past Sunday with somebody who was 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 in a service with us, and they sat there in the service standing at the back of the church with their arms crossed. And I talked to them after service, and I, and I was just talking with them. A great, great person. And I said, I, I know why you stood there with your arms crossed. And they were like, why? I said, because if you would have uncrossed them, you would have lifted your arms into the air because that's who you are. You want to be here. You want to worship. You want to be around God and, and, and feeling the spirit of God. But guilt will shut us down. Condemnation will shut us down. Condemnation, isolation, it will shut us down and make us somebody that we are not. You should not walk around with a burden of guilt in your life because God said my grace is sufficient for you. You should not carry a burden of guilt you should not carry a burden of shame because jesus christ took this cross and he carried it as far as he could and then he was put on that cross and he died for our sins and he rose for us so that not only would we have an advocate so that we could cover our sins but so that we would have the power to rise above death burial and a grave there's going to be a day when a trumpet sounds and and maybe the dead will rise first and i won't be a part of that i don't know how more wicked this world can get before god calls his people home but maybe maybe i'm 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 taking after the dead rise first 
But one way or another, there's going to be a sound because he rose, because he got up, because he allowed all this tragedy to hit him and, and Simon Peter and all these uh, Peter, James and John and all these people that were, were, were close to him. It feels like this tragic moment just occurred in their life. And then just a couple of days later, Thomas is like, I'd, I'd have to see the holes in his hands. I'd have to see and, and touch and touch the, the sides and, and feel the feel where he was where he was pierced and all this. And then the next thing you know, Jesus is like, well, why don't you take a look? I don't know. <laughs> and then the man is now dubbed doubting Thomas for, 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 for a moment that maybe all of us would have been standing in. Maybe all of us would have been like, I don't know about that, man. I want to believe it, but it's hard. Just like it's hard for some of you listening to my voice right now to believe that it's just as easy to choose grace as it is to choose guilt. It is that easy. You simply say to yourself, you simply look yourself in the mirror and you say, I am going to lean on God's word. I am going to lean on God and what he said, and he said his grace is sufficient for me. Now, I don't want to frustrate grace. Because when I'm strong enough to say no and I still say yes to the mistake, then God's going to become frustrated. But if I'm too weak and I can't do it at the time, then I am going to lean on grace. Make sure there is no shame in leaning on grace. If you're in an issue or you're in a situation and you're trying to fix it before you get to the church, stop it. Get inside the church and let the church help you. The church is a body. The church is a hospital. There are things that you cannot fix by yourself. You need the spirit of the church. You need the spirit of the edifying of the church and the fivefold ministry that's in the church. You cannot do this. Stop choosing guilt because you're trying to fix this thing on your own. It's impossible for you to fix this by yourself. And that's why there's a fivefold ministry. That's why there's a church. That's why there's a preacher. How can they hear without a preacher? How can they be stirred up? How can they access this faith? How can this all happen? Well, you're not going to be able to experience that with a yoke of guilt or condemnation or isolation or any of the things that comes along with that. My friend, I'm here to tell you, shake off the bondage of guilt and everything it brings with you because it is not the will of God for you to stand out and and be left alone it's not the will of God for you to to not be able to experience God and all the things that he has because of guilt my friend hear me this day God is looking to restore you God is looking to uplift you God is looking for his child he's looking as a father trying to say look i know you've made some mistakes i know you've messed some things up but my grace is sufficient for you i know you had the wrong attitude i know you had the wrong situation uh, uh or you responded wrong to the situation and i'm being very general or let me put it like this i know you was out doing things you wasn't supposed to be doing i want you to still come to church let me help you. Let me break, help you break through some of these walls of addiction. Let me help you. His grace is sufficient. It's time for us to live under the grace dispensation. Now, am I saying go do whatever you want? Absolutely not. There are, there, I'm not, don't take my words out of context. But what I'm saying is, is if there's an option to choose grace or guilt, choose grace. Because he gave it for us to help us along the way. And I hope this helps you along the way. I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining in with me. 
And I want you to know that I'm praying for you. God, help us to choose grace in Jesus' name. I love you. And I pray that you join me again next time. See you next week. God bless.